Welcome to Season 3 from A Lancashire Lass with me, Lucy Baxter. Joining me today is Liz from Bold Moves Coach today, all about coaching and her business as a public speaking coach. So welcome to the podcast, Liz. How are you today? I'm great. Thanks, Lucy. Thanks for inviting me. It's really good to be here. Not at all. So for some people, even the thought of public speaking can make them feel anxious or feel sick. Why Why are we all kind of different in, in that? And kind of, can you explain a little bit about why maybe some people get too nervous to speak in front of even a small crowd? Yeah, definitely. And, and I think the interesting thing is that actually uh, most people, majority of people have a fear of public speaking. Um, you know, so when people have done studies about the fears that we have, public speaking always comes out the top. And people are more scared of public speaking than like, you know, fear of dying or fear of spiders or fear of heights. So it is a really common fear. And I think one of the reasons for that, definitely from my, like my experience as well, is actually it's a very unusual thing for us to do. If you think about it, it's not something you do every day. So if you, you know, for example, what happened to me, I was like at a networking event and I wasn't expecting it, but my card got pulled out of a hat and I was thrown into speaking in front of people and it's that fight or flight mode, you know, that we have um, that protects us from things that, that could cause us harm. So yeah. psychologically, you know, there are reasons why we are scared of it. And it is a genuine fear that lots of people have. And I guess also kind of it comes from kind of the the self-confidence or the confidence within within the person. So kind of I was quite well I was very shy growing up and sort of when I was younger but now it doesn't phase me at all and it's kind of that realization that I'm not really bothered if I embarrass myself or whatever it's and I think you've got to get to that point of kind of self-confidence and not worrying about how others will see you to to be able to kind of conquer that anxiety would you say? Yeah definitely there is a lot of that and you know I talk about I was a shy girl growing up and really shy at school and and very much kind of a more on the introverted scale and I think people are quite surprised when I tell them that when I speak at events but for me it's been very much something I've had to learn to do and like you say Lucy it is about developing self-confidence and a lot of people come to me and say, oh, I need to feel more confident speaking. And like, yeah, you can read all the books, you can watch videos. But the thing that actually helps you to get more confident is by doing it. Mm. And that's the scary bit. But that is really what helps you to feel more confident. Yeah. Practice. Yeah, there was a book I read about. Um, it was by kind of the CEO of TED Talks, and it was like a book on public speaking. And I found that really interesting in terms of kind of what their tips are for a TED Talk. And, you know, they're not long talks. It's all about kind of getting your key things into your short talk and, I guess, promoting yourself and and advocating what you're wanting to say. Um, why don't you tell me a little bit about 
your business then and kind of how that came about you touched on that you were quite shy so what was the point that you just decided or realized that you're actually really good at public speaking so I was working for a company actually a, a large global training company and so I worked for them and 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 like developed myself and went through a lot of courses to become a coach and to become a trainer and and as part of that obviously I had to speak in public and in front of groups and it was something that I was really nervous about but I learned over time that you know by throwing myself into it and continuing to do it with coaching it really really helped and over time I I worked with lots of large organizations really big businesses brand names um, global names that you would have heard of and I worked with their teams and their leadership um, teams as well and helped them to you know, improve their speaking but over time I really felt like um, this is great for big companies who can afford to invest and who've got the budget you know to spend on their people but what about small businesses what about the small business owner who don't have that kind of money you know startups mm. and it just got into my head and I felt for myself and my values I felt like I want to help those people mm. and the company I was working for were all about results and profit, you know, and and, and sales, because obviously they're a bigger company. And mm-hmm. so after a while, I thought, if I'm going to do this, I've got to do this myself. So I decided to leave the big corporate world and set up on my own from scratch. And people said to me, that's a bold move that you're making. Um. And I thought, right, OK, well, it is a bold move, but actually that's what. That's what I do, I think, because I was so shy and I've realised that getting into business, if I'm going to progress, I've got to be courageous. I've got to be bold because it's the only way I'm going to be able to move myself forward. And that's where the name came from, I guess. That's where the name came from. Yeah. And that's how the business started out. And it's really everything that I'm about when I'm working with people and my coaching it's all about pe- helping people overcome their fears that hold them back in business. And how long ago was that that you set up your business? Well, I'm celebrating six years, actually, this week, Lucy. Oh, congratulations. Thank you so much. So, yeah, and it's not been easy, you know, as you can no. imagine. The last few years has very much been lots of ups and downs. I guess a lot of smaller companies were kind of created in lockdown or kind of people decided they weren't happy in their their normal jobs and went for a sort of a a different income and then went that way I mean so many of the podcast episodes I've done are people who had another job but had a hobby and then they they really rooted that hobby to be their their new business or their job (laughs) did you find a lot more people were kind of reaching out to you in in COVID or were you quite quiet during the lockdowns? Yeah actually I didn't follow myself I didn't get any time off I was seeing people like sat in their gardens and you know chilling out and I was constantly working and uh, obviously it was a big learning curve to jump to to online but once I'd done that I did then just put myself out there and think right I need to help people because this is a massive shift and a big change and lots of fear around people and I knew that I could help a lot of people going through that so that that's what I did with some of my existing customers 
stuck by me, which I was grateful for. And then I just tried everything really to generate business and, and to help people during that time. Yeah, for sure. And I guess kind of for businesses now, you know, the digital and social media is such a key part for promoting themselves. So they've got to kind of know how to come across on social media and kind of present themselves in the right way. Because I guess at the end of the day, that's what sells their product and their businesses. Yeah, exactly. And that's the tough part, isn't it? Because I think the most of the female business owners that I work with are like me, that They've left the corporate world because they wanted that freedom to be able to work for themselves. And they're brilliant at what they do. They're so skilled, but they might not have the sales skills and the confidence in selling themselves because it's a different thing, isn't it, Lucy? Selling for a company you're working for Mm. or selling your own service where you have to say, do you know what? I'm brilliant. You should come and work with me. You know, it feels really arrogant, doesn't it, to say that, but if we're not, if we don't say that, then no one else is going to. So it's about learning that that's just about confidence and having the confidence to to tell people that, you know, that that you are good and they should come and work with you. And obviously, you're based in the north, and like you said, you you help people improve their speaking. But I think one thing that's well, I'll get your opinion on this. Might be outdated or might not be. Is that like northern people? don't like their accents like they think they're too northern and they want to get their whole like rp pronunciation to like promote their business do you get that a lot and kind of what's your take oh, on yeah. that? all the time yeah because we don't like the sound of our voice do we so you know like when you do a podcast like this i don't know if you ever listen to yours back but i know people who do videos and, and podcasts and you know they, this type of thing and they're like oh no I hate the sound of my voice. I sound really northern, and and it's like, well, yeah, and I do as well. Obviously, I know I've mentioned to you before. I originally came from Yorkshire and moved to Lancashire twenty years ago, so I just do have a northern accent, and I just think, well, there's nothing you can do to change that. If you do try and change it, it sounds worse, doesn't it? So I think just accept that and embrace it, because um, there are benefits to having another accent out there like it's supposedly like more trusting for people and you know I think there's there's lots of benefits to it we have a lot of color to our voice Mm. when we're from the north as well there's lots of different dialects out there in different regions for sure and so if I talk me through the process so say someone comes to you and uh well well yeah, start off with why Why would the business come to you? Kind of what would they be looking for from yourself? Yeah, so if you're a small business owner, so maybe you have a goal where you want to raise the profile of your business and you want to attract more people. So one of the ways that you could do that is through networking, right? And going to networking events maybe you've never been to a networking event before and maybe you're really nervous about networking and walking into a room you know and seeing people so that would be I guess the typical profile of somebody who would come to me and say oh you know I really need you need your help so they could join the Bull Voices Speaking Academy and it's a membership and when they join the academy 
they then um, straight away come into our group of other female business owners who are all in the same kind of boat as well and have these fears. And we have monthly online learning uh, where I'll deliver a masterclass for them. Then as a group, we do some networking between each other so that they get a chance to practice their speaking skills. And also I'll set little challenges for them to do. So it might be something like, you know, sending more voice notes this month or putting yourself out there on a video, doing a, a WhatsApp video. So all the time, it's just about progressing and, and stretching your comfort zone to try new things. Um, and as a group, they all, each week in a WhatsApp group, we share our wins. So, so somebody might say, oh, I've done a podcast this week or, you know, or I went to a networking event or I've just put myself forward to speak at an event or I've just delivered a workshop. And these are the kind of things that happen in our weekly WhatsApp group. And so they all inspire each other. So I guess in terms of a process, that's how it goes from somebody being really fearful to get into the stage where they're like, right, I'm feeling, I've got that courage now, I'm putting myself out there and I'm, I'm going for it. And do you find the majority of people you work with females and, and not males? And I guess, are females less confident at public speaking than males? That is something that I've found over time. And when I started this business, Lucy, I never thought I'd just want to work with women. But what happened was just gen uh, generally, that's what I was attracting. And I did think that it seems to be women more that struggle with confidence in speaking. So I thought, well, if that's the case, I've got, I can relate to them. So why don't I just focus on that? So that's what I've done. And even in my early years, because I've been doing this for 12 years now, I've worked with, you know, hundreds, if not thousands of people. And when I work with groups, it tends to be, say if we had 20 people in a group, there might only be three women in that group and the rest were men. So we are outnumbered in a way, aren't we, I suppose, in business a lot of the times. And it can be really intimidating as a woman mm. to speak up in a in a room full of men. So, and I find that lots of women have been put off from things like networking because they get intimidated by walking into a room of men in suits. So, yes, it's about confidence, but I think it's also just about um, feeling part of something that's what I'm trying to do is is feeling part of a community you know feeling supported and thinking yeah we can do this so that not just so that we only speak to women but that we've got that confidence and we can then go into that room of men and think yeah I've got the I've got the confidence to do this and it's not as it's not just kind of speaking to the um the the target audience that the business is for and kind of those videos and stuff it'll also be kind of corporate level uh even small yeah. businesses though like doing presentations and and that seems to be something especially in like interviews and things doing a presentation can really throw people um you because th you, you think of like the powerpoint what do you put on the slides what puts people off things like that um and i guess like what what would your tips be for that then if someone has maybe a presentation yeah 
So I think the main things are, first of all, preparation. And I actually have a free guide, um, a preparation guide. If, if anybody's listening to this, if they want to send you a message, Lucy, um, or I can send you the link so that you can share it. Uh, there are steps, you know, for you to take to prepare for presentation. And I think some of the things that get missed because people jump straight away to PowerPoint, mm. which is great, you know, it, it does the job. But first of all, think about actually what's the message you want to get across and who is your audience? Because sometimes we we think, right, I know all this stuff, so I'm just going to put it all into a PowerPoint. But first of all, think about who are your audience and what do they want to know? And then my other tip is just give three simple messages rather than trying to give people everything. Our brains as, as listeners, we can't deal with all of that. So just give people three simple messages. Yeah. Um, is really helpful. And then another thing that helps with the nerves, my other tip, if you're preparing for a presentation, is practice. Mm. and record yourself and, and listen to it back and my biggest tip would be slow down because most of the time I think when we get nervous we start speaking faster and faster and faster and faster because we think I just want to get it over with but when you speak fast like that it actually gets your adrenaline going and it makes you feel more nervous so if you just slow it down it helps you to calm down and think about what you're going to say and it also helps your audience to engage where did you get all these kind of tips from and and kind of um skills and and sort of advice to, to offer people is this something you've just built up along along the way yeah to a certain extent I mean when I was terrified of it in the start I thought I've got to get better so I did all the research read all the books watched all the videos so I did lots of learning myself but also as I say over 12 years I've coached thousands of presentations so I've seen what makes a success I've seen what makes a good speaker and I observe them I watch them I study them I write notes I try it myself yeah. you know and so I did just feel like I've got all this information in my head. I've got to be able to share it with people. And uh, again, I wanted to make it affordable and accessible for small business owners, even somebody who's just starting up. They're the ones that need the help. So that's why I created the membership, because I just thought if I can make it affordable for somebody and, and really make a difference to their business, that's that's a that'll do it for me you know yeah and what about the kind of tip or is it a myth uh you know when people are nervous on stage or on presentation and they say um what is it just imagine everyone's in what is it it's not naked no, not naked <laughs> what is it they're in their underwear is that what they say oh I don't know I've heard people say that imagine them naked or imagine them in your underwear but yeah what, what about you that? Lucy that would scare I, me I think yeah, it's like the worst possible thing you could do, honestly. If you are nervous, I've got a couple of tips I can share for starting a presentation, if that's all right. Yeah. Um, the first tip I would say is 
um, start with a question and, uh, and, and make it a question that you genuinely want to know the answer to. So if you ask the audience a question, you're then getting them thinking and then they'll start talking to you. So it becomes a conversation and that then relaxes you because your brain's then kind of thinking, oh, I've got a connection here with these people. And the second thing is eye contact. Some people, when they're nervous, the last thing they want to do is look at the audience. But if we're not looking at them and we're looking away, then it's again sending our brain a signal to say that we feel unsafe and that we're, you know, we're yeah. nervous, which makes it worse. If you look at people and connect with eye contact, it just helps to send a signal to say, oh, I'm okay, this is all right. These are people who, I don't know about you, most people smile back at you, don't they? Most yeah. people want you to do well, don't they? If you're up there doing a presentation, they know, don't they, that you're like, yourself so they're going to be nice and smile back at you so have a look at them yeah and for yourself kind of obviously you've you've spoke at many like events publicly and things like that what would you say in the kind of last however many years of that you've been public speaking 12 years how has it changed in terms of kind of the way we speak now and the way you know because obviously social media but also like phones and everything has that kind of changed how we present ourselves yeah yeah definitely because like you say mobile phones I think people have less tolerance now and they've got less patience Mm. because of things like TikTok don't you think and reels and stuff people want information quickly and they want to know things really quickly as well so they don't have patience for, I call them shaggy dog stories, you know, where it goes on and on and on. We've got to really get to the point quickly. We've got yeah. to grab people's attention, hold their attention and and really give them some value. Don't you think like we're more demanding now as consumers? We're like, we want the best, don't we? So we want to know the answer don't we we want to know kind of if you see an instagram reel or a tiktok i know when they say kind of if they start with i don't know like oh i'm gonna these are my 10 tips on this i'm and then they're going to explaining themselves i'm like no just get to it next one next one it's like you only i think our attention span has changed and i think like when i was mentioning the ted talks and that they have a, a short duration of their talk that's just manageable like bite-sized chunks but you don't want to be sat there for like an hour listening to someone because that, no one's attention i think now because they'll be thinking about checking their emails the texts what they haven't for tea i just don't think anyone's attention span is as good now i totally agree i do i do agree and i've just been um I've actually just written a blog about this as well because I don't think people's attention span is very long. You know, um, you've got to grab their attention really quickly. If you want to make a good first impression, I used to say people, oh, it's 10 seconds to make a good first impression, but it must be shorter than that now. You know, yeah. you watch a, a TikTok for 10 seconds, are you? If you're waiting to see if this person's somebody that you want to listen to yeah agreed do you have a um like a memory or or a a time you were speaking an event that's maybe your favorite 
event you've spoken at? Um, I don't know about favourite event I've spoken at, but I would say the biggest challenge for me was in 2014, I was in Atlanta and I had to speak on stage to a thousand people. And I, for three weeks before that, I was freaking out, you know, like leading up to it. And um, I practiced so much and I'm really glad I did because when they called my name and I walked out onto that stage and, and saw all those people in front of me, my stomach started to just do flips, you know, and like all of the nerves and everything kicked in. But because I'd practiced what I wanted to say so much, I just kind of came out with it. Mm. Um, but it's, I would say it's probably my biggest achievement is yeah. doing that. And it taught me a lot. And I think a lot of the things I share with people today, are because I've done things like that, I've had those experiences that's, that's really stretched me show me what I'm capable of and, and I love to see people do that in whatever form works for them you know just giving themselves a challenge yeah so when um I first heard about you through um Emma at Cover My yeah. Bubble who's been yeah. on the podcast and um when when she kind of explained that and when I saw um that she had had used like your coaching it made total sense with how how confident and how well she articulates and comes across on her social media social media videos and things like that so I guess yeah. it's really nice for you to kind of see these businesses and these female business owners kind of flourish and kind of develop and that's kind of down to your kind of groundwork really I guess yeah and and that's it Lucy and like Emma for me I've known Emma for four years now and I love to see how she's grown and developed. The first time we met, she was at a networking event and she was speaking, but she was so nervous. And then afterwards I did some work with her and she said, oh, I, I don't like talking about my business because it feels like bragging. And if you look at what she's doing now, you know, the difference that it's made. And one of the re reasons I love working with Emma is because she's so committed to helping her clients and mm. I think that's what helps her push through the fear. It's because she wants to get the message out there because of Lily. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I know Emma's already shared on, on her social, so she won't mind me saying she's, she's got a big conference coming up in June as well, where she's actually speaking to industry experts. And if you think she's doing that now from four years ago, being terrified of speaking, I mean, how amazing is that? She's incredible and yeah that's why I do what I do I love to see that and the difference it's made to her in her business mm, yeah it's wonderful um so for people in general kind of let's say that they're wanting to um chat to people or you know they've got something at work or they're in a meeting and they want to pitch an idea or something just qu quickly kind of what would you say are your top tips for for those people it might not necessarily be in the business world but just in their day-to-day -day lives um top tips for uh, for internally for people they work with or like externally uh, do a bit of both yeah yeah well internally I think again preparation for a meeting is really important and to think about the points you want to get across before you go in there 
So I think that's really important. And, um, and, and, you know, it's just about thinking, how do you want to get your point across and think about the people in the room? What do they want to hear? Yeah. I think being clear and concise is really important. So if you prepare key points beforehand, if you're in, a, if you're going into a meeting, I think that's really important to, to do that. And people are more likely to sit up and, and listen and take notice. Yeah. And I think if you're a business owner, say if you're going to a networking event to do a 60 seconds, I have a really nice little um, sandwich analogy that I use. So I always say to people, when you think about a sandwich, you want it to be fulfilling, don't you? You want it to be really tasty. And if you think about the bread that holds it together, and this is very much like a presentation, like the filling is what are you sharing to people? You know, the value that you're sharing in terms of like, what do you want people to do? So you might be sharing some key facts, some key statistics, and a, and a story in there as well that kind of backs that up would be like the meat of your sandwich. But then your, your bread that holds it together is how are you opening up to grab people's attention? Mm. And how are you closing? Are you leaving a call to action in your 60 seconds? So yeah, thinking about how to grab people, attention grabbers, uh, questions, key facts, things like that that's just going to get make people stop and go are you joking yeah and and what about kind of so if someone's just starting a business or have just set up a business and kind of they're not used to working on their own or they're not all used to working for themselves in in that way um do you kind of also you know do you um do you have sort of sessions where you can like those people can get help with kind of actually conveying what they want to get across to their clients but in like a simple way or in a you know that kind of articulation like that do you do is yeah. that part of it yeah so I think the 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 package that I have that would really help with that is I, I do what's called power up your presentation and it's for people who like you say a business owner you might be wanting to speak at an event or you might be just that you want to improve how you pitch to clients. And what I do is I, I give them some preparation ideas first and talk about what goals they want to get across in their pitch to the clients. But then I get them to come and share with me some slides and, uh, and they practice it in front of me. And I give them some feedback and say, you know, try it this way or try asking a question there or why don't you slow down or why don't you like put some more energy into it or think about their body language and how they're getting their message across and um, they go away and practice send me some videos and then we have another session so there's that kind of thing that I do which is great for people who want to pitch to clients or they might want to do their own online webinar uh, yeah. to attract new clients yeah. So yeah, absolutely. It's definitely all about the comfort zone, and like there's a there's a quote, isn't there? Where it's like nothing good comes when you're in your comfort zone. You've got to push yourself out. So it's it's all about that. And I guess you being such a like a friendly and sort of encouraging person to kind of sort of hold the hand, if you will, and like get them on on that kind of journey is is really good. Um, 
I could literally talk all day. It's so interesting. But why don't you <laughs> tell me if people are, are wanting um, to have coaching by you, how can they get in touch with you? What's the best way to do that? Yeah, definitely. So if you go to my website, which is Bold Moves Coach, so bold, B-O-L-D, moves with an S and then coach, boldmovescoach.co.uk. And go on there and have a read of the blog. There's loads of articles I've written on there with tips and everything. So go and have a look at that. And then they can contact me via the website. You can book a free 30-minute call with me. So if you've got a presentation coming up and you're a bit concerned, you can have a free 30-minute call with me, which you can you can book via uh, via the website. And if you're interested in being a part of our community and, and becoming a member, you can send me an email, which is liz at boldmovescoach.co.uk or check me out on Instagram. So it's at boldmovescoach on Instagram. I've got reels on there. I've got top tips on there. Go and check it all out and to your heart's content. And uh, yeah, go and uh, digest some of that information. Well, it's been so interesting chatting to you and kind of just getting to know a bit more about your business and also how you help other businesses. I think that's always nice when when a business comes on the podcast that helps other businesses that have been on the podcast. I just think it's a lovely circle of kind of networking in itself. So thanks, Liz. I'm and- grateful to Emma for like connecting us as well. It's so nice to meet you, Lucy. Thank you. Yeah. And we'll have to, I think, do a follow up and uh, a bit later in in the season to kind of tackle other kind of public speaking qualms and and sort of issues. I guess it's really interesting. Oh, brilliant! I mean, I'd I'd love to know. You know, if people want to send me any questions or you know other things that they'd maybe like us to talk about or like me to talk about, I'd I think sometimes I say to people that I'm a bit like the dentist. People know they need. Yeah, but they don't want to go there. <laughs> yeah. But if people do want to send me a DM, you know, any questions you've got about public speaking, I'm more than happy to, to help you out. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next week. To keep up to date with all things from a Lancashire Lass, Follow on Facebook and Instagram at From a Lancashire Lass.